All right, it's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. So let's talk about the uh, decision day here tomorrow oh. now for Surrey Police. This is confirmed. 12 noon tomorrow? Yep. That's what, okay. We'll be carrying that live on Global. Yeah, and so this is Mike Farnworth, and he, uh, is he describing this as the, this is it, right? This wow. is the final, final decision. <laughs> Remains to be seen. But yeah, this is supposed to be the final decision, but... You know, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke has dangled the prospect of a legal challenge here. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what form that would take or how effective that could be, but uh, something tells me it's not going to be over tomorrow. (laughs) It's like eternal. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. All signs are pointing to going away from the RCMP and continuing the transition to Surrey Police Service. And against the backdrop of a much bigger development with the RCMP, you had the premiers last week, four premiers, which is very unusual at a premiers conference to all answer a question on the RCMP. That doesn't happen very often. In fact, I've never seen it happen before. And you had the premiers of BC, Alberta, Manitoba, New Brunswick, all expressing concern about the RCMP's future. And basically the status quo is not not acceptable. Then you had the Toronto Star story yesterday, which we talked about yesterday, quoting sources in the federal government that they're shifting towards potentially a new model for the for the RCMP and sort of the FBI of the North and get out of local policing, particularly in, in large urban and suburban um, areas. And again, frame all of that against what Hornworth's going to uh, do. It's hard to see how he would go back to the RCMP. It just doesn't, okay. doesn't fit. Well, let's listen to Farnworth here. This is his file. This is the Solicitor General talking yesterday of confirming this decision is coming tomorrow. And significantly, he references uh, talks with the federal counterpart, his federal minister counterpart. Have a listen. I will be announcing a decision uh, on on Wednesday. Um, what I can tell you is is that there is a, pri- a tripartite agreement that has been governing the uh, the transition uh, to date. Uh, the federal government is very much uh, a part uh, of that, uh, Public Safety Canada. Um, I do uh, update the um, the, the uh, I have spoken with the federal uh, minister. Okay, so. Your thoughts? Yeah, so yeah, uh, after that morning announcement, in the afternoon, farmers put out a statement in response. To, again, in the, in the Toronto Star article suggested that provinces had made formal submissions to the federal government on the future of the RCMP. And his statement said, no, BC has not. But he said BC uh, uh, is significantly interested in making a formal submission on the future of the RCMP. Again, another clue that we're moving away from the RCMP current model and get out of day-to-day policing and put them more into an FBI model with a concentration on terrorism, uh, counterintelligence, cybercrime, organized crime, big big picture stuff instead of writing traffic tickets. Okay, let's talk about the $10,000 here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke. Uh, they put ten grand on the table here. Any police officer over at the Surrey Police Service wants to switch uniforms here, hitch up with the RCMP, they'll pay you a 10, 10 grand cash in your if, hand? If you do it within four months, if you take longer than that, it goes. it's a diminishing return. It goes down to 8000 okay. and then it goes down to 6000 Yeah, uh, I don't think she's going to get... I mean, this is, uh, smacks of a desperate 11th hour Hail Mary pass by Brenda Locke, which I'm not sure it's going to... Uh, talking to Catherine Urquhart, who sort of broke this last night for us, she, her, she was talking to Surrey Police Service members who just basically were laughing at this, saying this is a little late in the game. What, they're Remember? laughing at 10000 bucks? That's not um, chump change, though, is it? Well, for, for many people at that income bracket, yeah, it is. It's, yeah. Not, it's not enough to... Well, how much do they make? I think a lot of them make uh, 
in the six figures with overtime. And also keep in mind, this is taxable money. It's not $10,000 free cash. You got to pay tax on it. So a lot of these people, it turns out to be $6,000. And again, if you're a Surrey police service member, do you suddenly go away? Even with heart, with farmers announcement, if he's going with Surrey police services, why would you go back to a detachment that may become vanquished in the RCMP? If this is the new model that's shifting across the country, getting away from, um, uh, local policing day to day into something else. Okay. Well, obviously, though, the city of Surrey uh, and Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke, they're fighting to keep the RCMP oh, here. Sure. They're putting this money on the table. They've got an advertising campaign. They're running on CKNW. You heard some ads Apparently today. This is a $1.5 million fund. Wow. That just created out of the blue. Okay. Let's listen to Ryan Burig here. Now, he is a spokesperson for the union over at the Surrey Police Service. And here is his, his thoughts on this $10,000 offer here for his members to switch over to the RCMP. Let's listen. Police officers don't make career decisions over $10,000. Uh, there's many more factors that come into play. Um, as far as I know, the RCP can't even guarantee that these members will stay in Surrey. So you could potentially have a municipal government paying for members to go all across the province. Okay, I thought that was interesting. He's saying, so you could take 10000 bucks to join the RCMP, and then what, the RCMP could then transfer you out of Surrey? Well, if Is you're that... in the RCMP, you can get transferred. Yeah. You know, and they're transferring people all the time. You know, that, that's just a lot of life in, in um, the RCMP. Again, it's not $10,000. It's, af, you know, af- this is this is uh, taxable income. So depending on your income bracket, it could be $6,000, $7,000, $5,000. Um, and I, I just don't think it's going to have the impact. She, she's looking for 150 people to switch. That's well, it could, be, it could all be a moot point by tomorrow, couldn't it? If Farnworth says we're going to Surrey Police. One assumes, but as you mentioned off the top, is it over? Yeah. <laughs> if there is a legal challenge, what happens? Yeah. You know, I still, I, I think Farnworth has the, the, the hammer here under the police act. Under Locke doesn't doesn't have the power to overturn a police act decision, which Farnworth has the power under the police act. The other thing to keep an eye on tomorrow: are there other changes coming? Is mm. it, are there going to be other changes to the police act? that go hand-in-hand hand with announcing what the future of policing in Syria. I wouldn't be surprised. What kind of changes to the police act? Well, there's, um, there's been a couple of instances in the last while about the role of mayors on police boards. Do mm. they remain uh, on police boards, or is there, is there a, a, a potential conflict there? So that's, that's one that's in, in, been in the rumor mill. Not sure it's going to be there or not. But um, remember the all-party committee... Uh, all recommended a, a provincial police force. Yes. Is there, is there going to be any movement on that? We'll okay. See. Big day on this file tomorrow. All right. Let's talk about the wildfire situation. So we have hundreds of wildfires burning Almost in the province. Yeah, we're just at record level wildfire, and we're still very early in the season. So uh, let's listen to the mayor of Prince George here. Now, this is really interesting. This is uh, Prince George Mayor Simon Yu speaking last night, and they're worried that if these fires continue to get worse and there are large-scale evacuation orders from some of these northern communities, could a lot of people flow into into his community in Prince George? And can he absorb all these people if they are evacuated? Here's the here's the mayor of Prince George. Perhaps uh, air-conditioned uh, ten situations. We need a lot of those, and we also need a better transportation in in terms of more helicopters and more firefighting equipments in terms of scoop up water. Okay, so he wants more water bombers. He wants more helicopters. He wants air-conditioned tents. Air-conditioned tents. That's a new wow. Um, again, this is on the evacuation concern. Uh, are are some of these regional centers going to be flooded with residents coming from smaller towns because of evacuations? Uh, we saw that in 2017. In, but are we going to see it? 
Uh, given that we're in the worst situation ever, are we going to see even more evacuations and putting real pressure on some of these centers uh, to house these people on a temporary basis? So you're going to be sure there's going to be a whole bunch of rec centers probably turned into residential uh, centers in yeah. the, over the next Oh, the hotel weeks. rooms can fill up in Prince George very quickly there. Oh, the yeah, and, uh, you know, rec centers, ice rinks. Yeah. I don't be surprised wow. if these are pressing. Let's hope stores. it doesn't get that. that and bad. Just, right now, the north is of, uh, and Prince George is literally in the center of the province. People forget that's not the north, that's the center. Yeah. But it's the center north region of the province that right now is the most affected by these wildfires. But the drought conditions are pretty well everywhere, and it's going to be yeah. a real challenging august real quickly one of the a strike that is dragged on for months and that's the transit strike in the fraser valley and they've got vince vince right has been in there yeah, right yeah. the mediator and now the word is could there be finally be a breakthrough here in this strike with the union here recommending a proposal put forward by the mediator and no one would love to see an end to this strike more than this the students at the university of the fraser valley here is ashley mcdougall president of the student union there For many students, it's been a huge stress where they've had to choose between either paying hundreds of dollars in alternative modes of transportation, whether that be a taxi or an Uber, or foregoing classes altogether, which for most students is not an option. Imagine being a university student and you got to pay hundreds of bucks on Ubers to get to class. It's a tough situation. This is the longest transit strike, I think, in BC history now. It's very curious why it's been dragging. Vince Reddy was appointed like three weeks ago. He was supposed to have six days. I think under under the terms to report out or make recommendations, and it's been that hasn't happened. And you know, Vince is the pro, so obviously, you know, he's doing what he's doing for a reason. But there was some rumors circulating last night that perhaps there was a breakthrough. Let's go right to your phone calls, Dan and Poco. Hi, Dan. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. I'm phoning to uh, just uh, displeased with uh, the way it's going about the agenda of the NDP pushing their own agenda against the will of the people of Surrey. Well, I'm not sure what anyone can tell what the will of the people of Surrey are, considering less than 40% of the people even bothered to turn out and vote on an issue that supposedly was a top of mind. But I still think in Surrey, why would Surrey feel differently in terms of priority issues when it comes to housing, overcrowded schools, affordability, Healthcare, Surrey Memorial Hospital, I think, is a bigger issue for many people in, in Surrey right now, what they're talking about, the concerns there, the, the, the double-decker portables. Those are issues that I think are top of mind in Surrey, well, not I mean, with it, police forces. If Brenda Locke was here right now, the mayor of Surrey, she would say it's precisely because of those issues that's one of the reasons why they want to keep the RCMP, because it's cheaper. This is just going to cost them more money and drive up taxes well, we'll in Surrey. Was, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, they're getting a pot of money from the from the province. Yeah, but they, she says it's not enough, though, right? Well, she says a lot of numbers. <laughs> and again, show the math. Show yeah. the work. How did you get to this number? Yeah. And the numbers keep changing. So I don't put a lot of stock in that. Let's go to Stuart on the line in Surrey. Hi, Stuart. Go ahead. Hey, Mike. Hi, Keith. Yeah, it just astonishes me. You know, she comes up with this $10,000, quote, stabilization bonus. And then she basically looks at all the RCMP that have worked in Surrey for all the years and say, F you, you guys get nothing, but we're going to yeah. try and bribe these officers to stay. It's just a real last-ditch attempt for her to, to try and latch on. She can't lose this, right? Because this is what she ran on, and she has nothing else, and she has no other vision for Surrey. So, you know, this is her last-ditch attempt to, to latch on and hold on to something. 
Well, I was interested in your point about existing RCMP members not getting 10th. And that came up on social media last night. A number of people pointed out, said, wait a minute, I'm in the RCMP. We don't get $10,000? Where's my $10,000? <laughs> How yeah. about I $10,000 for me to stay in the RCMP? How about that? Well, there's, you know, it's not a valid, yeah, where's not the, an where's invalid the union argument. on this issue? Where's the union on this issue? They, they're, they're putting out all these advertisements saying it's Surrey's role to stay, yet they're not fighting for their members to get this $10,000 that by the loss promising all well, these as, SPS that come over. As Mike pointed out, maybe this is just a moot point. I mean, if Farnworth, you know, makes the move to SPS and it goes ahead, what's the point of this? Yeah, is that, is and isn't there, that, hasn't there been some evidence that some SPS officers have switched over to the RCMP? As like, as, have any of them taken this money? No, do we know? It's just it's just come out. It's just it's just it's brand new. Yeah. This is a brand new pot of money. Just in a, Margaret in Ladner. Hi, Margaret. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, I am Mike and Keith. I just have a comment about the Surrey Police Service. Of course, they're going to push that that's what they want because all the RCMP who quit and then go to the Surrey Police Service, it's called double dipping. They'll all get their pensions plus the new salaries they get from Surrey. Has anybody thought about this? The bloody taxpayer uh, is constantly paying, paying, and paying. Thank you for the call. Did they ever get to the... I remember the, the issue of a pension was a, a big one at the time of the, the transition. Like, if you were an RCMP mm-hmm. officer and you switched over to the Surrey Police Service, what about your RCMP pension? Did they ever resolve that? Not sure. But again, the, the money aspect of this is very complicated. It'll be interesting tomorrow. I think we're going to get a technical briefing ahead of the... Um, of the uh, announcement, and hopefully some of these financial issues get sorted out yeah. there. Yeah, you know what? Some transparency and, yeah. and, and would be good tomorrow. Again, Let's, show us how you arrive at certain Show us figures. your math. Yeah, show us your work. Rob in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. Go ahead. Hey, Keith, I heard you say uh, the will of the people. Well, you know what? It may have been a low voter turnout, but those people showed up and voted. They voted. They knew what Brenda Locke was running on. And by the way, should we go back, if that's the case, should we go back to John Horgan's pandemic election? You want to talk about low voter turnout? I think that was the lowest ever. So, do they really have a mandate? Should we go back and rerun that? Like, I mean, we have to draw the line here. This is this is ridiculous. And you know, by the way, Keith, I, I don't know if I told you, I spoke with Leonard Krogh, the mayor of Nanaimo. They have a very good relationship with the RCMP. He he told me right on the phone. He said very supportive. The superintendent, great relationship, and. You know, they're actually waiting, and I think I mentioned this to you, by the way, they've waited for, they're waiting for Moti, Minister of Transportation Highways, to get involved because it's such a mess there. But this Rob, thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Thank you, Rob, for the call. Go, go ahead. I mean, you Rob know. makes I, the same call, the same points every time he phones. Well, I, I think, though, the point that you can't deny, though, that Brenda Locke has a mandate, and, and she has a majority on that council who, who want to keep the RCMP. Yeah. I mean, she won the election that, fair and square. I mean, it may be a low voter turnout. But, but she campaigned to keep the I RCMP. Think, but and she you can't won. take that and say the will of the people. You know. Well, what do the what do the opinion polls say? There's been opinion polls that suggest people want to keep the RCMP. It's tricky to get an opinion poll that's reliable within a municipality. They should have done a referendum on the damn thing from the very start. Well, that's right? what some you know that's what some have advocated um, referendum, but uh, that would have probably been an easier route on this thing than the yeah. mess we've hopefully is cleared up tomorrow. We'll okay. see. So, so, okay, bottom line, your prediction. You think they're SPSs? I'm betting SPS. Okay. 